Welcome to this episode of Digital Dialogues with Gururaj Rao and Vinayak Khadiye. I'm your host Vinayak Khadiye. Before we begin with the podcast, here is a brief introduction of Guru and I. Gururaj Rao is a well-respected professional with more than two decades of experience in CXO roles in banking, financial services, and insurance companies in India. I have more than two decades of experience in leadership roles in consulting, insurance industry, and also as a founder of a startup in edtech space. In Digital Dialogues podcast series, Gururaj and I go beyond jargons and buzzwords in the digital world and bring to the fore the true meanings of these terms. We discuss models, methodologies, technologies, architectures, case studies, and challenges and issues associated with digital initiatives which can help you as a decision maker. In today's episode, we continue our discussion of the case study on digital transformation of a financial services company in India. Uh, you know, so in the context of skill sets uh, uh, and in the context of uh, the uh, you know the case that uh, we were we were discussing, okay. What approach did you, uh, you know, follow in terms of, uh, you know, having those skill sets? Okay, I mean, many organizations, uh, you know, have, uh, especially multinational organizations have, you know, back office IT teams. Okay. Uh, on the other hand, many organizations tend to outsource. Okay, bring in external consultants, bring in uh, external IT companies, IT services organizations. Uh, you know, for uh, such kind of large transformation initiatives. So, yeah. in your context, how did you, uh, uh, you know, deal with the acquisition of skill sets? Okay. Yeah, it was a combination of all these, as you mentioned. Okay, first thing was to set the organization structure right in the in IT. Okay, uh, I mean, we we didn't have specialists uh, to a large extent. So, first thing was to set up specialist teams. Whether it was information security, whether it was infrastructure, okay, whether it was with regard to you know getting in uh, again specific senior people for certain businesses. So I got a CISO from a bank. I got a um, you know infra head who had worked in a bank. Uh, I got two three senior people whom you also know, uh, you know, to uh, work for various businesses as the IT heads. So. Uh, you know, this brought in a change in the way we work. This brought in a change with regard to uh, the processes, the IT governance, the uh, controls to be exercised. Uh, of course, there were, uh, you know, external partners for uh, various significant projects. The CRM project had a big four partner, the, um, the document management and the, uh, the, the um, enterprise service bus had uh, you know, again, one of the leading, uh, you know, IT organizations, um, perhaps one of the oldest and the largest, not now, but in those days, then we had, uh, again, a big four for implementing the complete digital lending solution. So many things, uh, you know, had to be brought in based on horses for courses kind of a, a scenario, and also okay. keep the organization well equipped for the, um, you know, for the needs. And we also brought in um, quite a few application owners, application managers um, with 
new uh, technology skills okay. so okay. it was it was a uh, it was a transformative uh, structure and uh, a lot of uh, old people um, continue to do their tasks but uh, considering the grown uh, size of the technology team uh, it was clear that there were a lot of other newer additions that were done. okay okay uh, another uh, you know challenge especially when you have an ongoing uh, you know program okay and particularly uh, digital transformation initiative is slightly different from uh, you know the erp initiatives of the past where you know you're just bringing in once one one solution uh, which was of course company wide and hence it took you know it had its own uh, challenges but you know in the modern times when we are talking about uh, digital transformation uh, initiatives essentially you are bringing uh, you know a multiple sets of platforms and solutions you know to the organization so uh, so you know what was uh, you know your approach okay uh, in terms of uh, evaluating and selecting uh, uh, you know those uh, those platforms i mean how comfortable you were from sourcing it from multiple vendors you know multiple uh, technology platforms so did you uh, did you try to uh, have some kind of method in this uh, you know madness see that is one of the biggest challenges for any uh, technology leader okay um, choosing the right technology to work with because you can't frankly speaking predict the future what happens to the solutions that you work with okay i mean does it prove to be more successful does it prove to be a uh, you know failure does it um, you know remain a mainstream solution for some time and then you keep getting uh, product roadmaps skills all those or you know things fail that's one of the uh, things to be noticed uh, you know when you take calls on that so depending upon the type of solution depending upon the um the the ability of the organization you take calls for example when i worked with a, the large financial services organization which was stable which had uh, you know a, a good uh, strong financial uh, situation uh, i could afford to work with some of the largest players okay that's one and so they gave a uh, you know i mean there were products with track record there were uh, you know channel partners available resources available to work on those platforms so absolutely uh, you know safe solutions but when you are working with cutting edge technologies when you are working with solutions which are perhaps not critical to the uh, you know the, the the overall stability of the organization things which are working at the fringe things which are used by a lesser number of people etc then you can work with smaller players you can work with startups um, i do remember we used a startup for uh, uh, you know some for some um, smaller laptop devices for our um, you know field force did not work i mean we we bought over 1000 uh, devices there uh, lasted for about a year or so didn't work beyond that okay because of various uh, challenges technical challenges similarly um, you know we worked with a few other players um, on um, you know 
AI with regard to the audio solutions uh, could not be very successful. But with a few other players, it did work well. Communication channels, uh, it did work. So I would say that depends upon what is at risk. What is it that uh, you are betting the organization on? Okay, you take the calls accordingly. Um, because you, you can't keep on waiting for the perfect answer. So take calls, uh, depending upon what value uh, you get for the organization, uh, what what would happen if something goes wrong and very true very true i mean in fact i you know you briefly touched upon uh, new technologies you know and and you know typically any new technology you know whether it is uh, brought in by uh, a well established uh, you know big five or big vendors like ibm microsoft or uh, you know startups I have experienced both, you know, uh, facing challenges. Uh, yeah. We, I, uh, you know, we implemented, you know, as part of the uh, BPM and you know, uh, driven transform. I mean, new business transformation initiative that we referred to our, during our discussion. Uh, you know, we had a choice uh, of choosing a technology, uh, one that was, um, you know, more or less sunsetting from the same vendor. And, uh, you know, choosing another one, which was, uh, you know, the newly launched uh, uh, BPM and workflow platform uh, by the vendor. And obviously, because the earlier one was uh, sunsetting where there was a reference, uh, because it was sunset, I mean, it, it was going to be, it was going to end, uh, we opted for the new one. And it gave us a lot of teething problems in terms of uh, you know, uh, making that technology work. Okay, even the skill sets from the partner vendor uh, on on the new platform. Uh, you know, they they took time to really learn and implement that solution. So implementation, you know, stretched a little far. It gave us scalability issues, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So this was from a large vendor and. You know, similar case that we had experienced, uh, you know, with a startup with a mobility uh, platform that we uh, that I implemented, uh, you know, with uh, one of the insurance companies that I worked for, uh, and it was again first of its kind initiative uh, in the industry, and we faced a challenge in, because you know, obviously <clears throat> mobile networks as they are, uh, you know, our business wanted uh, offline capabilities for. Uh, you know, the app that we were, uh, you know, going to give to the distribution team. And um, synchronization, you know, data syncing was a very uh, essential component of that. You know, once you captured the uh, uh, the customer details offline, you know, you wanted to obviously sync it. And then it gave us a lot of, uh, you know, pain points in terms of, uh, you know, getting that data synchronized properly, uh, you know, and the subsequent process at the back, uh, at the back office. And, um, uh, you know, we had to actually withdraw the application. We had to re-architect the solution and, you know, uh, launch the, uh, you know, the project again after four to six months. So, uh, you know, dealing with uh, sometimes new technologies can be like, you know, playing with fire. It can, you know, if it obviously delivers you, uh, well, then, yes, everything 
goes well but many times you also face challenges and organizations uh, you know need to be uh, uh, need to be ready uh, as one of my bosses always told me you know when it uh, came to uh, <clears throat> involving new technologies and particularly in operations used to say that you know you will operate always find yourself in a hole you know you need to have plan b and you need need to not repeat the same same mistakes uh, you know again uh, so as technology professionals uh, you know we need to keep in mind while adopting these uh, new technologies so yeah but at uh, the same time uh, there are yeah. risks of uh, even you know i mean working with large existing players yeah just for example uh, i think today or yesterday um, the ceo of one of the largest banks in india has raised a concern that all the banks uh, do have a problem of working with uh, a small set of uh, it service providers okay and mm. that's a risk concentration so very valid point i mean um, you know um, for example yeah i mean he has raised it uh, uh, yeah. see for example there are only three key uh, core banking solution providers in the country mm. right i mean uh, It's, it's all public knowledge. So, something happens to any of these three, a large Correct. banking uh, segment will have a challenge. Correct. Okay. So these are risks which need to be addressed. I mean, uh, not that you know they can be uh, completely mitigated or completely eliminated, but uh, we have to address them in some way or the other. Yes. Another uh, you know challenge that uh, you know always organizations face and. talk about is uh, uh, you know it security okay uh, and especially as uh, the world is becoming more and more digital everything is uh, going online on cloud uh, service providers uh, you know infrastructure etc so how how uh, was uh, that uh, how big was that a challenge for you and any thoughts on you know managing uh, it security and information security for digital transformation initiatives i mean it's a large large topic and i think we should have a yeah. separate topic uh, we, we should have a separate discussion around it but just since we are talking about you know uh, transformation programs and you know challenges around them so in the context of uh, uh, the business See, the point is simple discussing. yeah the more you leverage technology with uh, for an organization the technology risks uh, do exist okay whether they are risks of information security whether they are risks of uh, you know technology obsolescence or resource availability um, or even costs okay all these are risk factors with regard to technology but doesn't mean we can go back to the kvira right i mean we have to work with technology so i mean slowly but surely due to the uh, you know prevalence of uh, technology in the individual space okay in the in the uh, you know personal life of individuals um, people have started realizing the criticality of information security that is one big thing secondly uh, you know the 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 um, controls the governance frameworks the uh, you know financial standards the regulations all of them have started emphasizing on 
information security and hence willingly or unwillingly right from the top the uh, you know the, the focus has started coming on to technology uh, technology security for example financial services organizations the regulators ask the boards to have at least one member who is well conversant with information technology so you will see some uh, very senior uh, superannuated uh, cios being on the boards of various organizations okay um, or even it professors and those kind of people <coughs> that's the first thing the second thing is you see financial audits you see there are specific uh, information security audits all of them ask for um, certifications of controls on information technology okay um, the third aspect is that due to the integration of one organization with other organizations the standards are becoming more uh, you know uh, what you call i mean cascading they are more cascading so if i as an organization i am suppose integrated with say four banks the banks demand that i also follow some standards with regard to information security i cannot say that sorry you know that's your banking issue i mean i i work in a different uh, you know industry or a different field i don't need to uh, adhere to those standards it doesn't work that way okay so these are good drivers of information security uh, you know awareness and once you are aware of that then you start taking steps and frankly information security is not cheap it's not short term it's not piecemeal okay it it is a comprehensive thing uh, a lot of things need to be put in place a lot of things have to work um, and in spite of that there will be failures okay so what does an organization do when there is a security failure when uh, you know there are problems uh, data leakage um, frauds or financial loss all these then uh, what do you do in such a situation what are your plans for that all these are important i mean today's latest uh, event is with regard to a depository organization having a malware attack uh, on some of its machines okay yeah i'm just giving one recent example i mean this happens almost on a daily basis with various organizations uh, in india and globally <coughs> but it is a, a very very uh, you know visible risk and organizations have to uh, work towards tackling that right Not but you know uh, in the context of uh, the uh, the case study that we were discussing you know of this nbfc i mean uh, what i mean do you want to share any uh, of your experiences yeah the first thing happened uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, or it happened as as a parallel track you know which was sort of an ongoing track uh, for uh, at the end organization level well information security in that organization was an integral part of information security function itself in some organizations security is considered as part of the risk function there are no right or wrong answers it's absolutely fine in this case uh, it was an integral part of the it function okay i mean uh, this just reminds me of an anecdote that happened when i recruited the cso and we had a discussion with the cfo uh, for the first time he brought i mean i had asked him to prepare a plan what all things we require in the organization because almost uh, uh, i mean everything was non existent i mean so we needed to put a lot of things in place 
so he listed a lot of stuff i mean these are the things we need to do and all that and everything done uh, he explained you know these are the components this is the task of that component and you know this is how we, we will be doing it and this is what will get prevented and all that so after putting all that the cfo finally asked the question which anybody would ask how much will this cost okay and that guy gave a ballpark figure okay and uh, i don't want to as you assume that figure to be 100 obviously it was a shocker for the cfo because it was equal to uh, at that time uh, i think about 60 or 70% of the it budget okay <laughs> 70% yeah so i mean this guy got a shock that you know then i had to ask deliberately ask the CF, uh, cso how much time are you going to take to implement all this oh he said you know easily these i mean if i have to implement all this stuff then this will go into about 3 years or so i said then you're talking about this amount or a period of 3 years am i right I said yeah and again you know i mean this depends upon the volume the number of licenses etc etc so then you know the thing started getting rationalized that, okay yeah. how, what are you going to do and i can tell you each step requires huge amount of change management it doesn't happen overnight and it happen it has to happen even within the it team there were large number of applications servers which blindly had given access to various people okay i mean if you go by the segregation of duty conflict of interest and all those things you you can't do all that okay so but then people simply used to do stuff so a lot of things had to be changed okay then you had to get into things like simple user communication user awareness you know password sharing password change all that stuff so there was a lot of change management required lot of education required uh, as i said even within the it teams you know people had to be uh, you know the the, the cf the ciso started uh, taking admin passwords and uh, you know uh, locking them up physically because in those days we had those kind of practices then there were uh, you know the the uh, privilege identity and the access management was put in place so lot of stuff happened you know it takes time to actually bring in these changes and in spite of all that after all that okay i mean i should say i mean around a few years ago we did have a ransomware attack on the website okay now see attacks keep happening very few are successful there are attacks and there are you know repulsions so your tools actually help in defending against attacks attacks are automated tools are also automated it just is a fight going on uh, in an automated manner in this case our website got compromised and then we had to go through uh, recovering the site we had to report to the regulators all that uh, no processes had to happen so i am just saying that there is no organization which can be uh, immune to such stuff you just have to have your processes which take care of the situation when something goes wrong Sorry. and i can say that you know i mean this is always a race between the bad guy and the good guy and it will keep sometimes somebody will win 
Correct. Mentioning, you know, today we had a fairly uh, good discussion uh, on this, and then uh, we'll meet again uh, to discuss uh, other aspects of, uh, you know, this new digital world, uh, and we'll conclude our uh, discussions uh, here today.